Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Psychic Witch and best-selling author Angela Lovell, and today we're talking about how to embody the OG of love herself, Aphrodite. Welcome to Dear Witchy Pill. Dear Witchy Pill, I want to fall in love with myself. I'm not sure the feeling is mutual. How do I not die alone on my own? Love you. No signature. Well, <laughs> as someone <laughs> dying alone on my own, well, you can't die alone if you get enough cats, eh? Um, all right, let's dive into this. I have experienced loss recently, including an episode I recorded that is gone now. There's loss everywhere. But loss create space, right? You got space now. When I was in a miserable marriage, there was this moment I was standing in my closet and I was looking at all my cute clothes and I thought, I will never have a reason to wear these again. I'd been very, very much um, emotionally abused at this point um, and convinced horrific things about myself. You know, the the more sensitive you are, the more narcissists you're going to attract. And I married one and it sucked. But I remember thinking like, well, guess that's it for me. No more first dates, no more reasons to really dress up, no um, exciting sex. Um, That's it. It sure was a fun run. And I think about her in her closet, sad and giving up. I think about her all the time. And then like, like if I, especially when I'm going on a first date and if I get like a little nervous, which I don't really anymore, which is I'm going to teach you how to do. I'll think about her and I'll be like, baby, you're going on a first date. Are you kidding? This is so exciting. How fun. How fun for them. That's how I approach everything. Lucky you, every person who gets to sit across from me. And we're talking about mirror magic today. Now, um, all right, this is going to be a little bit of a bodge podge. Um, okay, so I was rejected from two different spaces. Very awkward, traumatizing. Um Apparently, I was not supposed to release the episode in which I called the suicide hotline for the first time in my life. Yeah, I, I think that we should all be very open about our um, traumas and our needs. And I did do an SOS and the people who responded noted, appreciate you. Thank you. Um, the people who didn't, I guess you don't have the capacity. Cool. Um, I <laughs> I was at a very bad uh, triggered a lot of my stuff came back a lot of really bad stuff and I have a great therapist and she stepped in and I um feel pretty fucking good about my life again um I was very lucky I will probably write about this and talk about this soon um but rejection is protection all right when someone says no I, to you I don't want to be with you for starters the fuck is wrong with us when we want when we still want them i'm asking myself this right now um rejection is protection so being forced into uncomfortable places spaces i see this so much with everybody recently i am in the most beautiful little airbnb i've ever seen in my life it was six months rent to stay here for two months 
the math is terrible. That's terrible math. But I don't know math and I did have some money. Mm. I'm in a safe space. That's all that matters. Um, Emotionally, way better off. Um, Back in Los Angeles, not in Florida. Winning. Um, But in this space, which was brand new, it was very interesting the way it popped up online, like when all my shit hit the fan. Um, one of my best friends found this. One of my other best friends, the, uh, right now I'm like living very close to the two, my two most favorite people in the world. She had just looked in this area and this Airbnb did not exist. The very next day, the other one pulled it up and it was brand new. I'm the first one to sleep in the bed, the first one to sit on this furniture. It's amazing. Um, I never want to leave. It reminds me of the little houses I was in when I first moved to Los Angeles before smartphones when you had to use a Thomas guide to get around. Um... When I was this baby. I was just a baby. I was so, God, I had my heart broken then so bad. Um, by a Sagittarius man, gross. Don't let Sagittarius men break your heart. Jesus Christ. Um, how many times will I learn that lesson? No, I'm done learning it. I learned it hard enough. You learn it hard enough, you don't need to learn it again. Um, but I would go walk dogs in the canyons at like 5 a.m., with my Thomas guide. I had, it's like a big book of maps. It was amazing. You should look this up. It's so, it makes me so sad that there are people who will never know what it is to explore via map. Because um, that's how I got to know Los Angeles, with a big book of maps. Then um, I would go walk the dogs of the wealthy. Um, and sometimes there were like just adorable apartments where they had just a really great day job. And, you know, this was at a time when I could never have lived without a roommate. I was so broke. And I'm living in like this little dream space that cost a fortune. And I just feel like I feel really good. Like I feel like, yeah, shit is never um, stable. The, The earth is never firm beneath my feet. But I do feel like she wants me here. I feel like she wants you here. Or she would have kicked you off by now, which she definitely was trying to do for a while there. Okay, so I'm in this space. Back to the beginning and the theme. And there's no floor-length mirror. Now, uh, you might be saying like, um, and this is the thing, you know, until you learn self-love, you will see people, you will you will, you will, will see things, you will hear things, and you will say um, arrogance. You will say um, immodest. You will, you will call them narcissists. You got to pump yourself up before anybody's going to pump you up. You got to love yourself before anybody's going to love you. This I'm going to get into that. I need a floor length mirror. All right. I got I got a lot of weird fashion. I need to check it out. I mix stuff around. But more than that, when I first started working with Aphrodite a couple years ago, she had me put a lot of mirrors around my home. This was when I really started working with her when I was in Florida. And I gave her an altar over my bed and my God, did she deliver? Jesus Christ. I couldn't even sell that mattress. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Valentine's Day? What the fuck ever. She needed me nude and seeing my nudity a lot. And I had the little statue, Birth of Venus, you know, the one where she's coming out of the seafoam, being born of seafoam in Cyprus. And more and more, I would see me walking around and be like, that's a fucking goddess. There's a goddess. That's a beautiful fucking woman. Yeah, I'm into her. Yeah. Now, this was interesting because um, I'd never really done a lot of nudity in front of mirrors. I did spin out with some of my eating disorder stuff while in Florida, but then I I went in a different direction. I'm currently experimenting with a different place of all that right now. Huge advocate of it. 
you know, <laughs> if it doesn't hurt you, give it a shot. I I also had these experiences before I really started calling on Aphrodite. And I've talked about these on other podcasts where when I started podcasting with Ryan Singer, this is where the magic happens. There was an evening I was in my shower and I was just thinking about Jesus as one does, as one a good Christian woman does when she's shaving her pussy. And I thought like, how powerful, you know, because he's he's been a deity that I've worked with. He's come through since I was a baby. Jesus is great. Jesus is hot. Jesus has a sex, sex vibe. But I was just kind of thinking about him and how he's such a good one because he's chill. He thinks he, he's just like, this is a ridiculous place these people are. Doing. He's not into Christians. He's into pagans. And uh, he's so powerful because so many people, without really knowing the spirit of Christ, that were being Christ-like, they are worshiping him. They are praising him, hailing him, sigiling him, all the things that create a God, a deity. So Jesus is very powerful, and Jesus is not what they would claim he is. But I was just thinking about that in the shower, and, and I was thinking just my own thoughts, and then I got a download. And that is the best, my God, when you get, when you get your confidence up, when you get your confidence up, your psychic abilities go through the fucking roof. Because let me tell you, most of your psychic stuff is just thoughts dropped into your head and into your gut. And it's how they hit that you can tell the difference. But you have to believe in them and yourself to receive them. Otherwise, you're like, am I making this up? I don't know me. I don't know me. I don't really like her. I don't really know her. But as soon as you get to know her and love her, hot diggity damn, it's going to take off. So I hear, I'm pretty sure it was Jesus. He was in my apartment not long after this. I hear somebody telling me, you know, like, oh, that could be you. You know, you started this podcast. That could, now, th- granted, I'm not going to be Christ-like in that way. <laughs> I'm not getting, I'm not reaching for that level of like Super Bowl Jesus status. But the point they were making, they were like, this is how deities are made. People, people hear your voice. You reach people. And then they love you, hate you, show you passion and their fire, their energy, their life force feeds yours. So I'm sorry if you're hate listening. Thank you. I mean, I hope you get right with whatever I'm mirroring at you. <laughs> the mirror episode. Anyway, honestly, I, I just can't even care anymore about people who like me or don't like me. I really just moved into a whole different realm with all that. Anyway, I got out of the shower and my altar was this big glass case and the door was hanging open, which was kind of strange. And in the glass, well, you know, maybe I was burning incense. Who fucking knows, man? In the glass reflected back was my naked body, which this was uh, like two years prior, I would say. No, I don't know. Time isn't real. Who cares? This was before I had embraced Aphrodite and put mirrors everywhere. And I saw me nude standing there and I did see Venus. I did see Aphrodite in me. And I was like, holy shit. And... And in, in my reflection was against the altar, which was my Hecate shrine, my Hecate altar, and my ancestral altar was at the very top of it. No Aphrodite at the time, um, but I saw her reflected back. And um, some of us, you know, as you work through the lifetimes, you come back enough, you get to be absorbed into something bigger at the end of the road. Um, I'm a master 11, so I got a few more lifetimes here, and I 
will most likely be absorbed into goddess energy. And that's like the mall Santa, you know, it's like Hakate. She can't be everywhere at once on a new moon when we're all hailing her and giving her gross stuff at a crossroads. <laughs> we can't all be, she can't be everywhere at once. But you do get absorbed into the spirit of the deity if you do the right work and you, if you align yourself with them. Now, I've always assumed it would be Hakate because she's like my my um, mentor, I would say. None of these, I mean, Aphrodite gets a little worshipy. Like she, she doesn't need you on your knees. Oh, believe you me, I've gotten on my knees and been like, please, when this man shows up. <laughs> and then I insert another on my knees joke, but like I'll get on my knees for Aphrodite because she's a little into it. Um, she's just old school, you know, um, but you don't need to. They don't need worship. This is all, this was all what men what men told us to worship, worship, worship. No, it's alignment. It is walking with goddess that you want to do here. Now, I mirrors. Okay, the, also the reflective surface. I one night it was after I saw Parasite and my chakras were all blown out from that film. I could barely walk after I saw it. I was very fucked up, as you guys know. I am very anti-capitalist. Uh, I am uh, mostly identifying, you know, socialist commie fucking red, man. I don't care. Um, it has worked. You are reading U.S. propaganda, if you believe otherwise. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. And I really wish I wasn't even talking about it in this episode. Um, and also, like, don't worry about me. I'm not changing government. So let me have my my peace. I've been to Cuba. Have you? I've seen it. Anywho, there, no need to be defensive, except for the hate listening. No, no. There are was a night I had made a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I went all over my neighborhood in Echo Park where uh, before they cleaned up the park, quote, cleaned up the park. The park was fine. The park was clean. That, that uh, Speaking of propaganda, the news, the, the pounds of waste of fecal matter, that is not true. That was not true. I lived there. I went to that park almost every day with my fucking dogs. It was clean. The um, homeless people had little doormats outside of their tents. They were harmonious. There were... For sure, plenty of people running around that were uh, a little scary, but this was not the issue your news sources would like you to believe it was. Um, there were a lot of them, and I did my best to feed them and give them water. And there were groups, church groups, Christian groups, very nice of them, very Christ-like, who went around with little wheelbarrows and also gave them food and water. Um, but after I saw Parasite, I was really fucked up, and I was like, we have to do better, we have to do better. And I started my um, thing where I would make a shit ton of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and then um, wrap them up and leave them all over like Easter eggs. And I would do this at night and I would just go for a big walk with a with two tote bags full of PBJs and just put them wherever I believed, you know, people would be looking for food. And I passed my reflection once while doing this. And it was the exact same moment where when I saw her, I didn't know it was me. Like I did when I came out of the shower. I didn't know who I was seeing. Um, I passed my reflection, I saw her and, and I heard someone say, this is how the goddess moves unseen. She doesn't need to be pat on the back for her, for her efforts. And, um, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Now, Shogi, don't do that, baby. God, everybody wants to, everybody wants to fuck with me when I'm trying to record an episode. Um, I did, I was not connecting to my Aphrodite statue on my altar I don't remember any occasions where that actually happened, but via mirrors, I would see her and me. And now I was asking her to walk with me. I was asking her to fill me with her spirit. I was asking her to bring me love 
and beauty and to help me spread love and beauty wherever I go. I ask her that every day. And I'll tell you guys something, since I started working religiously with Aphrodite in the ways I'm about to tell you, I have found that wherever I go, I am treated with adoration, uh, with I, I'm complimented by strangers, people give me free things, and they light up when they see me coming. And I mean, I am a good fucking person. I am kind to strangers. I am I overcompensate when someone has a shit job. I am extra nice to them. Um, I wish to spread love and beauty wherever I go. I want to do it. You have to want to do it. And I know that some days you just don't want to be seen or heard and you want to be invisible and you got to be in the world. And that's a little different. Go easy on yourself because, you know, you're not, your job isn't to light everything up, you know. But if you do that, well, then you get some, they, they, you get your fire stoked. If your light is bright and you're giving it away, it'll come back to you. Now, I'm going to talk about a lot of this because there's like a lot of mirroring theme here and reflecting. I walk into any space with the attitude, and I didn't used to be this way, but I walk into any space with the attitude of anyone I want to be friends with, I can be friends with. Anybody I want to fuck here, I can fuck. I can have whatever I want. Here I am. Lucky you. Now, this, okay, and if you're hearing this and you're like, this bitch is so Leo Moon and arrogant, this is also delusion illusion, okay? I wish to reprogram my personal matrix to serve me, okay? Who cares? I'm obviously not going to be able to take a man from a happily married couple. Like, I'm obviously, this is not true, okay? What I'm saying is not true. It is my intent, it is what I embody. It is what I, how I carry myself, okay? And it'll serve you too. Now, all right, it is Valentine's Day, and I want to talk about how Christians pinged February 14th to celebrate their martyrs, both named Valentine. They had two different Valentines, and they picked the 14th. So they had St. Valentine of Rome. He was ministering to Christians persecuted under the Roman Empire in the third century. His his jailer had a blind daughter. The, the The story goes he restored her sight. And then just before he was executed, you know, for doing Christian shit to the Romans, he signed a little letter to her, your Valentine. Um, so that's where we get Valentines. All right. Adorable. Who knows if it's true? Who cares? Um, but why, why did the Christians choose February 14th to celebrate them? You're probably asking, oh, maybe it's because on the 15th we had Lupercalia, which is a huge wild pagan festival with like whippings and beatings and blood sacrifice and nudity and just very pagan. Okay. Um, honestly, nobody really knows much. I'm going to put a link that I, a source that I do, because everybody gets everything wrong, you guys. It don't, History Channel gets some of the worst shit incorrect, I will tell you. But this, some of this is stuff that I'd read before. It's a decent link. It's in the show notes if you want to learn about it. It's not really like, doesn't have, uh, fuck it, man, who cares? Like there's like a wolf woman maybe, that's cool. It's, it doesn't speak to me personally. So yeah, Valentine's Day, it is all a big lie. So if you um, are also not celebrating this year, or I mean, I'm going to do magic, obviously, but like, uh, and I'll talk about that too. It, fuck it, man. It is a, it's a, it's a, a capitalist trickery, the Valentine's Day. I love it though. I do love it when I'm in love and I get to celebrate. It's so fun. Um, whatever. You don't need to be bitter, but also be bitter. Do whatever you need to do and don't shame yourself for it. Okay. So 
I'm also, okay, I'm also going to bake the vegan version of these Valentine's Day cookies that we used to always make, but I'm adding Damiana liqueur to the um, whipped cream filling. Damiana is an aphrodisiac made from the flowers. And um, I always keep, you can buy it, this liqueur, and it's in a Venus bottle. It's shaped like Venus. It's amazing. And I always keep a bottle. I have to go pick one up after I record this because I always refill my Aphrodite chalice with it. She loves it. Okay, so mirror magic. Just some Valentine's Day stuff for you to do or not do, whatever. Um, Okay, so mirrors are straight up portals. I once stupidly hung a mirror across from another mirror and they came crashing down. Never do that. Never put a mirror across from a mirror. It creates a crazy like energy vortex. It's not good. Some people use mirrors for scrying. I have found that to be dangerous with my past experience. There was a really fun, I love good paranormal TV shows and I haven't really seen a good one in a long time, but there was one, maybe you've seen it where, God, it chilled me to the bone. This woman um, of course, she was like a, quote, Satan worshiper, which they always anybody's doing anything wacky is worshiping the devil, um, you know, by Joe Schmo standards. Anyway, it was, a f- she was haunting this couple in their house and they got a photo one time of her in the bedroom mirror. She was dead too. She had died in this house in the bedroom mirror and her head was thrown back and her hair was all crazy. It looked like she was having sex. It was, it chilled me to my bone. She was in the mirror, probably, um, that was probably a scene that the mirror had reflected at some point. And, you know, a lot of spirits are just imprints. Like a lot of the ghosts that you see, that people see over and over are often just imprints and the, the spirit has moved on. But um, energy is, you know, it, it's hot. It can burn up a space. It can, it can leave an imprint. So anyway, yeah, I, I don't get real, real weird with mirrors. There's... There's just, um, I mean, it can get dangerous, you know, it can get a little dangerous. So, but I will say that with my own personal eating disorders, with, you know, losing my whole family, being all alone in Florida, putting mirrors all over my house, walking around naked, very interesting experiment there. I do feel like I sort of like doubled up my own energy. And I do believe this about mirrors. I've always kept a mirror on my altar to reflect back magic, to amplify my magic, um, uh, because I, I also do the thing I'm about to teach you how to do. I mean, I didn't l- always like my naked body. I went through a whole gauntlet of um, obsessive working out in Florida, starving myself, binging, um, all kinds of different ups and downs, highs and lows with my ED there, triggered by my family, and then triggered by my need for control. Um in a pretty good place with it right now. Um, trying something new, you know, just playing with it. It's a thing. It's just a thing to reprogram. It's all just reprogramming. You know, you your parents gave you a program. They wrote your program. And then you learn how to reprogram. That's all it is. So I want to talk about altars with mirrors. I have playlists for different magic, but because what I'm going to tell you to do is sort of meditative. I mean, you can. You can, I have um, playlists called my theme music um, that I really love to do witchcraft to because uh, they pop me up and they make me feel beautiful and um, powerful. So whatever music does that, but I, for this, would suggest drumming or ambient sounds. Now, whatever candle, whatever you want to do here, all right? I'm assuming you're going to do this Valentine's Day. You can do this. This is actually a really good one for New Moon, too. New Moon is calling in 
full moon is usually banishing. Of course, you can mix it up. It depends a lot on what the planets are doing too, which is why astrology is so important to learn. Anyway, for this, I would suggest a red candle if you need a fire under your ass, passion about a project, passion about moving or a new job, blah, blah, blah. Pink, if you need to be kinder, more gentle with yourself, if you're trying to call in a partner in love, self-love. Um, white, white, I like to say white like that. If you have old wounds to clear, speaking of clearing, white. White, now that is way better for full moon, okay? Because that is a nice little banishing right there. Now, this is very basic magic. Uh, Become a patron if you want to hear more uh, detailed magic. Now, take, I usually, I used to use a clear quartz that I re-gifted to someone, but I would use this to um, carve into my candles. Now, just pick one word. Keep it simple, okay? One word to express your desire with this spell. And also, like, magic, it's all personal, you know, so whatever oil you want to use, I would use rose oil for this. I'm going to use rose oil for this. So you want to light this thing on your altar. You want it in front of the mirror, right? Mirror to the back of the altar. Uh, now you're going to amplify that flame. You're going to double the flame, essentially. You're doubling the light in the room with this flame. It is best if this is the only light that's going to catch your eye in the room. So even if you have like a little nightlight or a lamp on somewhere, just I would turn it off. Keep that, make that the star performer. This candle is your star, baby. Now, I would also recommend, before any magic, I like to do a sea salt bath. I like to release everything. You guys have heard me talk a million times about how I do that. But like really get, I fucking do makeup. I put on a weird dress or nothing or 90s or I get real pretty for me and for goddess. All right, this is a big deal, inviting a deity into your house. It better be clean. You better have something for her to snack on and drink. Shit, I shouldn't even have to be telling you this. You know that, okay? So light that candle, and this is where it really takes off. Once that fire is gone, now you're in the zone, okay? I would suggest sitting and staring into the flame, staring into your own reflection, you know, go off and on with these, both of these, um, staring into a flame will purify you. Okay. If you've been, um, a little obsessive, if you've been a little funky, blah, 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 you sit and stare into a flame and you will get right. Okay. I used to date this Aries. My God, we would just sit and stare at fire. We'd make a fire every weekend, just sit and stare into it pretty silently, just two fire signs just staring into a fucking fire, you know? And then we'd have crazy sex for like hours. It was amazing. Honestly, I've no more Aries though. That is a tough one for me. <laughs> you know, who am I kidding? They're all tough. Let's be real. Okay. So this is when you are asking questions. You are asking for answers. Okay. Sitting at your altar with the mirror and the candle you're not going to set intention just yet. I mean, if you really want to, you can, but I like I like them to show me what I'm supposed to be doing. I picked a word and everything. You can also, you can mix this all up. Magic is personal. Do it differently. Who cares? You're going to do it right no matter how you do it. I like to sit and stare until I vanish and come back. And I don't know if you've ever done this, where you detach from your body for a blip, and you're outside of your body and you're like, who is that? Why are they looking at me like that? Who is that? It's so fun. It happens to me. Oh, 
at least once a month. But um, you can do this. You can sit and do this with your altar. Um, so try to get to that place because that is a good place. That is a reset button, okay? Um, take your time with your reflection, okay? Really fall in love with this person. This person deserves you to fall in love with them. Why we fall in love so easily with all the people who say the mean things our parents used to say? Why can't we fall in love with the ones saying the nice things to us? Huh? We can. Okay. You just, <laughs> it's hard. Um, okay. It's all reprogramming. It's just reprogramming. So I have this very affectionate huggy guardian. And she always talks to me like I'm her baby girl. And she never lets me talk shit about myself. She came in very, very hard when I lost my mom. And she's been with me forever. But but if I say something, like if I slip and I'm like, well, that was stupid. I feel her at my backside. And she, and she assigns penitence. And it, I have to compliment myself. I have to say nice things to take away the bad ones. Now... And this will be just like, you're so cute. You're so funny. Bah, bah, bah. It's just, um, how would you raise a child? You know, raise yourself that like that. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. I recently removed myself from a hard relationship because I didn't like the way he talked to my little baby girl. I was like, that you can't talk to my baby like that. Like, that was seriously how all it came down to. And this person shouted so much. And my chihuahua will have a heart attack from that. And I was like, I can't even take my dog around this person. Like, that. I can't be with someone who can't regulate their emotions. Um, and even though I didn't take any of it personally, like, I can't, you can't, we're going to talk about that too. Letting people talk to you like that. You will not be able to walk with goddess. She will not stay by your side if you put up with shit like that. Which is another reason I, I can't, ugh, it's so hard. Because I'm going to say some things. All right. You got to pump yourself up every chance you get. All right. I am beyond tired of hearing people shit on those of us doing it. Because we all, no matter who you are looking at and thinking that, like, Beyonce has a shadow pulling on her and telling her mean shit about herself. Okay, she talks very openly about her her avatar, Sasha Fierce. Like, that's brilliant, all right? Learn from that. That is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Um, it's even better if you can integrate it, you know? You... This will help with your shadow integration, though, pumping yourself up. I want you to sit with this mirror, and I want you to say all the nice things that you can about yourself out loud. You can make a list. You can write them down. You say the things that you want somebody to love you for and see in you. Say those. Say those to you. You show you the love that you want to receive from a partner, from your coworkers, from your best friends, from your parents, from family. You show you that, and I promise they will follow suit or you scrape them off very gently. But usually people follow suit when they see you loving yourself like that. Something I learned recently, very much the hard way, which is the only way I seem to get any of my lessons. Um, romantic partners, they're always saying people are mirroring you. Romantic partners are actually reflecting at us. They're not mirroring us. Mirroring. This is all hard to say. I haven't talked in a while out loud so much, except when I'm doing readings. Why does this feel so foreign? Who knows? Um, maybe I'm having a little out of the body. Um, it's very hard for me to ground to this planet. I drift away all damn day. You guys have no idea. 
Okay. So (laughs) partners are reflecting at us exactly the love that they show themselves. The love we show others is the love we show ourselves and vice versa. All right. Now, when you sit there praising absolutely everything that pops into your head, really sit with that love of self. Think about the capacity you have for love. All right. In readings all the time, I'm telling people they love you. They just can't match your capacity for love. And sometimes with these people, I'll see like a gross old milk jug or a well, like a whole well. Sometimes I see the Hollywood Reservoir, which is how I picture my own capacity to love. I picture the Hollywood Reservoir, which I used to go for big walks around when I first moved here and had to drive around with a map in my car. We cannot take it personally when someone can't reflect good love back at us. They are just showing us how they love, how they love themselves. And if they hurt you, well, you get to walk away. They got to live with that person hurting them every day. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. All you can do, and this is what I'm doing every day, since I had my own heart broken, I say thank you for the lesson. I release you. And I often say I love you because I do. But I can't have somebody around my baby stomping and shouting and saying mean things. I can't have them around my baby girl. And that's not my voice. That is letting my guide come in. But but she has taught me. I mean, that's those are her words. Like, she's taught me to say that and to teach other people to say that for themselves. So thank you for the lesson. I release you all the time I'm saying this. Oh, my God. So many times a day. Okay. So when you're sitting there with this mirror, try to, like, do the, the thing where you let your eyes relax. Um, I go out of focus. All right. See if you can see your aura. See if you can see the colors of your aura. Um, draw sigils and symbols on the mirror during this, whatever comes through. Magic should be channeled on the spot. All right. Unless you're conjuring a very specific demon, which please don't do that. But if that's what you're into, whatever, you're here with the same rights and laws and ramifications and karma meow, meow, meow. who cares do whatever you want I ser- don't hurt anybody please but just do whatever you want I'm totally into it so just flow with what feels right see what they tell you to do see what drops in and feels very much like a download even if it's just like well that's a weird idea that's how you will learn the difference by inviting downloads Ah, if I could give you all anything the more confident you get the more you're going to be good at discerning what is psychic and what is you twisting up a little bit of a thing you want. Okay, I'm going to put this prayer in my notes. It, I might rewrite it because I get all perfectionisty. Prayer to Aphrodite. Fill me with your spirit, goddess. Fill me with your self-respect, self-esteem, and peace. Help me to gradually, oops, help me to gracefully remove myself from situations that do not serve me. Please, grace is so important, you guys. It's the one that I have to keep working on. Um, I had someone yell it at me after I insulted his girlfriend for insulting my friend and how much I lacked grace. And I was like, I hear you and I agree, Andy. 
But also, you shouldn't have tried fucking me at the Four Seasons when you were working for that famous filmmaker I didn't get to meet because you were trying to fuck me. How does you, how am I disrespecting your girlfriend when you did that, Andy? You know what's really crazy? My ex was in that movie. As, you know what? Become a patron. I'm going to make a note because this is a real juicy fucking story. It's real fun. He's famous and he played. Okay. Um, just making notes for fun stuff that's easier to do than an episode that's free. Okay. Should we just start at the top? Fill me with your spirit, goddess. Fill me with your self-respect, self-esteem, and peace. Help me to gracefully remove myself from situations that do not serve me. Please place me among helpers, lovers, and the people who will serve me and my heart. Grant me resilience and an open heart that may give and receive love freely without triggers or suspicion. Help me to spread love and beauty wherever I go. I am an ambassador of Aphrodite. I serve her and her mission. So mote it be, blessed be, I want to make you proud of me. Amen. All right. Now, you want to sit with your reflection a bit longer and see what comes through. Um, you can masturbate now in front of this mirror with like your what, what toys, what fingers, what to anything. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, how to really use orgasms for magic. Um, something I've been doing that's damn, I mean, I don't, I can't go to sleep after I have an orgasm now because I'm do I'm using them and then energy creates energy. Anyway, but Patreon. Uh, okay. Now here's the disclosure. And some of you aren't going to be ready for this. All right. Ascension is hard and lonely. I love it. I won't go back. If I die alone, so be it. Because I have to move you know, I called goddesses in to walk with me and I don't want them to go. I would rather a shitty fucking mean partner go. Oh, you know, I don't even like to call somebody shitty mean. It's capacity. It's just capacity. So I'm not bouncing back the, as quickly as I usually do from this heartache. And I think it's like the first time I was really falling in love again. It's been a long time for that. Um... But it's not that they don't love me. They just don't love compromising. You know, the, the things that come up when, when you're falling in love, there is a lot of fear and insecurity. There's a lot of triggers. And this is a soulmate and nothing will trigger you like a soulmate. And man, he went zero to 60. And I know he broke his heart too. I send him love. I thank him for the lesson. But when you do channel Aphrodite, you're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to take shit anymore. And, oh God, I mean, you have to, and like she will get smote happy. You know, like Aphrodite was killing motherfuckers too. Don't get me wrong. I've had a lot of men yell at me this year when I was not passionate about what we were speaking about. Um, I was very much working towards de-escalation. And this is also a problem. Men like to date down. It's a problem with dating men. They don't like to date up. And yeah, I'll say it. I'm out of their league. Whatever. It's a bummer. I still had love in my heart and I was open to loving them. But these other two yelled at me in the car for like nothing and I just stayed calm and I was not I was just that, that's that that's that 
This one, the one I was falling in love with, the last one, told me to go fuck myself when I asked if he was actually being triggered by something else and not the fact that I just called the New York Times propaganda, which it is. Um, he told me to go fuck myself when I said, is this about something else? Are you upset about something else? Obviously, he is upset about confronting love and how scary love is and how much he's been hurt by love in the past. Obviously, he, it was not about the fucking New York Times. And please note that this was a trans man who didn't seem to know that the New York Times is one of the most outwardly anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ plus publications under the sun. They won't even honor the names of their trans writers. They will only publish their dead names. They fuck the New York Times. They hire anti-LGBTQ plus writers and publish very dangerous propaganda. You can Google this. You can Google all of everything. But I would look to sources like Twitter and Reddit for links because, and I can't say this enough, journalism is dead. Um, anyway, um, this guy also in the same fight asked me if I was a flat earther and whether or not I believe we had landed on the moon. And then he hung up on me. And I mean, I was calm and I'm triple fire. And I, I just wanted to like put salve on the wound. Like, let's just come to a place where we can actually talk and it's not crazy town, you know? Um, then he called back like an hour later and I told him, and here's where you're going to, this is when it gets real hard. I told him that just like Aphrodite, I do not descend from my throne in the clouds to fuck around with trash on the ground. Aphrodite doesn't even see that gum wrapper on the ground. She doesn't care about what's happening on the ground. She's on a throne in the clouds lofty goals and aspirations. It took me a long time to feel like I had ascended to a throne in the clouds and I had no intention of giving it up to wallow with him or anyone on the ground in the fucking mud. And he snapped back as I tried to explain this. And this is, you know, but he said, oh, I do not like how arrogant that sounds, Angela. And that's what you're going to get called. You're going to get called arrogant for loving yourself. And it will be discouraged because most people don't love themselves. Oh, and this poor man. Him yelling at me is him yelling at him. You know? I'm the one stroking your head and holding you. I'm the one who wants to love you. I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to yell at you. I don't want to yell at the person I love until the world is burning and blowing up and they got to hear me Scream, I love you over the explosions. I don't want to yell. I want resolution and I want growth. But get ready because if you walk with goddess, oh, people are going to yell at you. You will trigger those who wish to keep fucking around in the trash, setting dumpsters on fire, calling it passion just because they haven't stopped hating their parents yet. <sighs> Send your parents that thank you for the lesson love too. You cannot let people talk to you like that. I mean, you can't, you don't have to like go burn their house down or kick them in the balls, but like you got to walk away. You got to remove yourself. You got to protect your baby. You got to say, not my, you're not going to get to yell in front of my chihuahua. You're not going to get to yell in front of my little inner child. No more yelling around these, these, these little spirits I protect. You got to take them out of the situation. I have to, got to watch the Pamela Anderson documentary. I keep hearing about Tommy Lee kicking her and oh my God. And 
her taking the babies and saying the thing like, I have to protect my babies. Like, I love him, but I can't. Mother yourselves. Mother yourself. Pam Anderson yourself. Oh, that story's beautiful. I'm pretty sure she's a cancer like Meryl Streep. Um, who has the other story I love that I've told so many times? Um, why can't, if we do it for a lover, why? Okay, that's a little bit selfless. We're not going to talk about that. This is the one to self-love. But I, I do love the Meryl Streep story and I do believe in unconditional selfless love too. But mostly for chihuahuas and cats at this point. They're on my level. They're up here on the throne. Um, you guys, as you ascend, you will find fewer worthy partnerships again because people are still wallowing in their childhood traumas. Honor your traumas, honor their traumas, but leave the trauma in the past. It happened. It's not happening. The person you're usually yelling at isn't even in the room. Oh, it breaks my heart. I love him so much. I love him so much. He's so good. But I release him because you don't get to talk to me like that. Mm -mm. Not my baby, not in my house. And if you do die alone, <laughs> at least you die with dignity. God, I don't know, you guys. There's an amazing vibrator. It sucks and it does a finger thing. And I can't recommend it enough. I want a partner so badly. All right. But what I'm offering now, what I've seen in action, when I'm being when I'm being confronted with someone terrified of love and rejecting is mm -mm, you're not going to you're not going to throw that stone around my neck and drag me to your level. I'm staying up here. I'm getting somebody up here. All right. Mm. You can come up and join me. It takes time for that, you know. And I don't know how I did it. I mean, I'm telling you some things I think that worked. I'm going to keep trying to share because I don't have hate in my heart. I don't have um, vengeance or spite or jealousy. I don't have any of that anymore. And I don't know how. I don't know how the fuck that happened. I am a chill bitch. Mm, I'm so happy about it. And I'll tell you something else. I would rather be alone than go back to my little nightmare brain. And that might be my path. I don't think it will be. I'm too lovable. <laughs> I am very lovable. I'm so, I have such good love to give. But... You probably do too, all right? And as you do this work, your love's going to get better and better. My love's going to get better. Our love is going to get better and better. We got to find the people doing the right work. We got to find the people who are done sitting in this shit, in the goopy puddles. Oh, man, it is not easy. Um, anyway, become a patron to find out how to use orgasms, to hear some juicy gossip about... Um, a celebrity I did have sex with. <laughs> He's so hot. This man's dick went to his knee, okay? Become a patron. It's worth it. Um, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. I have a very small vagina. We couldn't. We could barely do it. Anyway, I, we did do it. Don't worry. I, I'll talk about Patreon. Who cares? Um, I don't have any family to embarrass. I'm free. I'll tell you what, you guys. That is lean into that. Say your truths. Be free. And you know what? I am not thrilled about a lot of things, all right? I'm older. I'm looking older. I got a little belly sticking out right now because I've been eating feelings. Pfft. This bitch is still very hot, all right? There are things. I'm not, I don't walk around thinking I got nothing, nothing to work on. 
those are outward things that don't actually aren't even real. But like, I don't know. I'm quick. I'm quick to trigger. And I just want to keep getting better. Find somebody who wants to get better. You never stop getting better. Never give up on you. I don't know what else to say here to pump you up, but if you're not walking around paying yourself compliments all fucking day, you are already dropping the ball. Start there. All right? You are a seeker. Do you know what that means? It means you'll find things. It means you're a finder too. I hope you found something in this. I love you. I love everybody. I love humanity. Even though you guys keep eating the animals, I don't understand how you do that. That's very strange to me. Anyway, don't do that. Try to not do that. Um, become a patron. Book a reading. AngelaLevel.com. The prayer will be in the notes. It's just a holiday. And God, I mean, my heart is broken. <laughs> my heart is broken. But I also really do. I really have found a way to, to nurture myself. My family abandoning me, abandoning me while I'm stuck in Florida and I'm all alone. You know, every day I didn't jump off that bridge. I told myself, all you have to do today is not climb up that bridge and jump it. And I really wanted to jump off that bridge, you guys. Not just jump off the bridge. I was going to. I had a whole thing worked out. Um, but I didn't do it. And now I'm better at nurturing her. And I think it's important to tell you that I did want to kill myself a lot. And I think it's important for you to face that demon too. If you felt that way, which everybody did during pandemic, face that demon. And it's, it's a mercy killing. Suicide is a mercy killing. It's not a lack of self-love. Oh, it's so sad. I did have friends kill themselves, one of them during the pandemic. And you just can't unfollow them on Instagram. What is that? It's all playground. Don't take it too seriously. Don't try to take things from people. Just build up your own reserves. Somebody's walking around thinking they're hot shit that day. Tap into that. Get in on that hot shit pony they're riding around. Be like, I want to know how to do that. I want to feel like hot shit. Let's go out. Let's go dancing. Yeah, that's somebody you should go dancing with, honestly. Anyway, I love you so much. Happy whatever this day is to you. (sighs) Find your joy. You are worthy of love, of all the things. You might have work to do. You might have to sit on the sidelines for a minute. You might have done the work. Now you're up here and you're like, damn, nobody up here to fuck what the hell it's sad it is lonely at the top I said that to him and he didn't like how that sounded either and I meant ascension I didn't mean being the best or brightest or most anything I just meant ascension it's lonely at the top (sighs) but it's not lonely if you found yourself I hope I answered that letter I thought that was a really beautiful letter I like them when they're all sweet and little easy ones like that but oh very well written Fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with yourself, and I promise you will be a good fucking lover to everybody. And until next time, keep living a life that's worth burning for. <laughs> <laughs>